This is your host Victoria and in today's episode we'll be speaking about how to make peace with your physical progress. I'm going to be going through the five realizations that really drove me to finally stop being frustrated and at war with my body and actually move into a place where I'm fully at peace with my body. This is a good continuation of last week's episode, which was all about changing yourself versus accepting yourself. So if you haven't listened to that one, I recommend you have a listen just after this. And as usual, please let me know where in the world you are as you listen to this episode. Let me know what you're doing. Take a quick picture, tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I would love to know. Enjoy. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, today we are talking about how to make peace with your body. So I was inspired to take on this topic today for two reasons. One reason, I'm currently collaborating with Kayo Swim, a sustainable swimwear brand. We have a podcast episode launching together next week, as well as tons of other collaborative content over the coming weeks. So keep an eye out for that. But they have a campaign this spring called All the Women in You, essentially about celebrating our bodies, celebrating our uniqueness, celebrating our differences, celebrating all the different roles we take and the different engagements we engage in. And I love the idea of this collaboration because it's really about accepting that as women, or I guess as people in general, we all take on so many different roles. We all try do it all, right? And that's always the question. It's like, how do I do it all? And physical appearance and physical progress and wanting to work on looking our best and being as fit as possible and being as healthy as possible is just one piece of the puzzle, but it's one that's really difficult because of the physical aspect. It's one that's really visible, right? And so I love the campaign that they're doing and that in part inspired the topic for today. Another reason why I was inspired to engage in this topic today is because as this episode goes live, it is now beginning of May 2021, summer is coming up, and naturally there's a lot of conversations around you know, building a summer body and things like that. Now, personally, I don't have anything against this kind of narrative. I think there's lots of people who have very healthy relationships with their body who might find this kind of narrative extremely motivating. And you know what? If you have a physical goal coming around summer, and you think that working on yourself a little bit, you know, maybe getting a bit more toned, being a bit more conscious about what you're eating and how you're moving, and you think that that will help you be more confident, then that's great, go for it. And you know what, if you do find this kind of messaging really triggering, then perhaps that's just an occasion for you to maybe step back and to ask yourself why you're finding it so triggering. So I'm a huge believer in personal responsibility. I find that if we're finding something triggering within us, it's for us to really look internally and to ask ourselves, why are we finding it triggering? So this opinion might not be very popular, but I just thought that I would express that If you're used to listening to my episodes, it probably does not come as a surprise to you, but at this point, huge believer, personal responsibility. We are responsible for the triggers that we are experiencing, and it's for us to look internally and to deal with them ourselves. So that being said, the episode today is about making peace with our physical progress. 
I posted a blog post about this almost two years ago now because I had opened the conversation up on Instagram and I remember getting such a huge feedback. I essentially spoke back about a time in which I was so focused on achieving an aesthetic fitness goal that it really led me down this downward spiral of resentment. So I felt angry. I felt angry at myself. I felt angry at my body. I was frustrated that I was doing everything right. I was tracking every calorie. I was counting every macro. I was doing every workout, including you know active rest days and doing everything to the T. And I was simply not getting the results I was looking for. I also felt angry and resentful towards the world. I was annoyed that, you know, some people would do a workout once a month, every once in a while and have a six pack. Whereas on my side, I felt like I was killing myself at the gym. I was doing it all and I just had nothing to show for it. And the world isn't fair. And of course, this super resentful mindset is extremely dangerous. It's extremely unhealthy. And it essentially took over my mind, took over my attitude and took over my life for over a year, probably around two years. And so many of you replied to me sharing this story saying, how the hell do you get out of this? Because I'm experiencing the same thing. I'm feeling so frustrated with myself, with the world. It's just this really negative spiral and I cannot snap myself out of it. How did you do it? So of course there's no magic pill, but today I wanted to share with you five realizations that really drove me to make peace with my body and with my physical progress. So the first realization was, what if I never reach my aesthetic goals? And I don't quite remember how this came to me, but I remember at some point after, you know, over a year of following my meal plan to the dot, doing everything perfectly or quote unquote perfectly. And I started thinking, what if I'm working so hard for something that's not even possible? What if my body just cannot physically reach the aesthetic that I'm looking for? At the time I was, you know, looking up to all of these Gymshark athletes and I remember thinking, I just, I cannot look like that no matter what I do. So then the question came up, if somebody came to me and said, you're never going to reach that, then what would I do? Would I stop training? Would I spend my days eating terrible food and, and be completely sedentary? Would I completely give up my fitness routine? And when I thought about it, I mean, no, I was doing it, of course, for an aesthetic goal, but it also made me feel good. So that caused a huge shift in mentality. All of a sudden I switched from, I have to do this if I wanna reach my goals, to actually, I wanna do this. This makes me feel good. This gives me a purpose in my day. This gives me a goal. This gives me something I'm working towards that I enjoy. This gives me a feeling of having agency over my life. This gives me a feeling of being strong and empower. So ultimately, the answer was, yeah, if, if I never reach my aesthetic goals, I'm gonna keep doing this anyways. Of course, maybe slightly less extreme and definitely with a lot less stress. But I realized I would be doing it anyways, and that to me was a huge realization. The second realization that led me to making peace with my physical progress was working on my personal mission statement. So if you've never heard about the personal mission statement, it's a concept explained really clearly in the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Corvey. If you don't know it, I really recommend that you have a read or look into it. It's a great one. 
and he talks about how everyone should have a personal mission statement, similarly to a mission statement you see for a business, however, for a person. And this essentially helps you gain clarity on what is the true purpose of your life? What is the most important thing to you? What are you ultimately here to do? What are you here to achieve? And of course, this can be a pretty intense process, right? Just sitting down and asking yourself, why am I on this earth? What is my objective here? However, chances are, no matter what it is that comes to mind, it's probably not having a six pack. And for me, going through this process, doing this activity and actually building a personal mission statement of my own made me realize, oh my goodness, I have so much that I want to achieve. I have such incredible intentions and such an important impact that I want to have on the world that whether I have a six pack or not, that is completely irrelevant. So this one's a bit more of a tricky one. I recommend first of all, reading the book to gain more clarity on what the actual personal mission statement is. And then when it comes to actually working on the personal mission statement, this is something that I do in my self mastery solution group coaching course. So if that is something that you're interested in, you can ask me about it as well. But that was the second one. It was really understanding that there's a bigger purpose to my being than a six pack. And that realization took so much pressure off in a weird way, because of course the mission that I had was so much grander than a six pack, was probably a lot harder than a six pack, but it became something that had so much more meaning and that really drove me in another direction. The third realization was turning concrete objectives into feeling objectives. So I worked through this with a coach of mine that I had in the time, and she suggested that I turn my goals, my clear cut goals into feeling objectives. And the way that she expressed it, which really spoke to me, was that essentially every time we set ourselves a goal, we wanna be a CEO, we wanna have our own business, we wanna run a marathon, we wanna have a six pack, we wanna anything, ultimately, Yes, we want to achieve the goal, but why do we want to achieve the goal? In the end, we want it because we want to feel a certain way. Maybe we want to feel successful or accomplished or proud or beautiful or whatever it is. We want to actually feel something as a result. So the true question is no longer, why don't I look like XYZ and it's more why do I want to look like XYZ? What do I think looking that way will make me feel. And getting really clear on that can make us understand, okay, if my goal is really to feel more confident, then sure, you know, maybe working on my physical appearance will help with that confidence, but there's probably lots of other aspects as well. So that was something that for me really helped is realizing, actually, you know what? If I really wanna feel proud of myself, sure, maybe I can get a six pack, But what if I had an incredible impact on the world around me or an incredible impact on my community? Wouldn't I feel that much more proud? And that really allowed me to make peace with my physical progress and say, you know what? I'm still working hard. I'm still taking care of myself. I'm still putting my health first. So that part is in check. But if I'm still not feeling proud of where I am physically, then maybe it means that a physical appearance isn't what's actually gonna get me there. There's something else, there's something grander than that. The fourth realization was asking myself, who inspires me? And this came about when I started realizing that actually who I was following on social media was really just a fitness catalog. And as I said right at the beginning, I think there's nothing wrong with 
people posting whatever it is that they want to post. It's for us as consumers to take the responsibility and say, okay, this is triggering to me. I'm going to, you know, maybe dig deep and figure out why, or maybe, you know what, these people are just not inspiring for me to follow. I actually want to diversify that a little bit. And that's what I started doing. I really started diversifying the type of accounts that I was following. And all of a sudden I realized there are so many people that I truly admire. And that's when I started noticing the difference between admiration and envy. And when we talk about admiration, it's really this presence of respect and inspiration. However, when we talk about envy, it's kind of this resentful longing for somebody else's either possessions or qualities or what they have or who they are. And that's unhealthy. So maybe this is an opportunity for you to ask yourself, am I surrounding myself by people who inspire me? Not just physically, but also online. Am I looking up at people who inspire me? And then when you look at the people who really inspire you, that you really admire, ask yourself, why do I admire them? I realized all of a sudden that actually the people I admire the most were you know, entrepreneurs or authors or motivational speakers or activists or people who had something really important to share and were sharing it. And they didn't necessarily have six packs, but they inspired me nonetheless, right? So I realized actually maybe my physical appearance isn't what I need. Maybe that's not what's going to help me inspire others around me. And maybe there's something grander that I should pursue as well. So you can see the kind of running theme here where making peace with my physical progress really was about understanding that there's something bigger than that. And this ties in directly with the fifth realization, which really helped me to make peace with my physical progress. And this was essentially understanding that it doesn't work if you're working against yourself. If you're at war with your body, it does not work. And that was kind of the, the final puzzle piece that really made it all come together. And I realized not only do those who inspire me the most have nothing to do with the physical appearance, not only do I have more productive ways to reach my feeling objectives, not only do I have a personal mission statement, which is way grander than an aesthetic goal, and not only does my fitness routine actually have nothing to do with the physical goal itself, but on top of it, if I'm feeling so frustrated and so resentful towards myself and feeling so angry with myself and essentially working against myself, then I'm actually sabotaging my whole progress. So realizing this really took all the load off and I realized my body is just trying to help me out. You know, if my body does not want to go below a certain body fat percentage, it's probably because it's not healthy to do so, or it's not healthy for my body to do so. Or maybe there's another reason why it's holding on to weight or it's struggling to build on to muscle. And every symptom that you're feeling is your body trying to tell you that something is up. And that's where I really realized, oh my goodness, it's not me at war with my body. It's my body desperately trying to pass on a message. And instead of listening to it, I'm just essentially abusing it. I'm essentially beating it down every time it tries to tell me something. So that was the final puzzle piece in really understanding and making peace with myself, with my body and with my physical progress. And I would note just on one last point, something that recently also came to mind 
is this idea that yes, of course, our physical body feels like a representation of the life we live, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Something I really struggled with when I was struggling with my physical progress was thinking, I don't necessarily look like the kind of person that works out two hours a day, but that's what I was. So it felt like my physical wasn't representing who I was. But that does not actually have to be the case. And we can understand that, you know what? Just because my physical appearance doesn't quote unquote match what I'm doing, or I feel like it doesn't match what I'm doing, it doesn't mean that I'm not putting the effort in. It doesn't mean that I'm not somebody who incorporates healthy movement every day. It doesn't mean that I'm not someone who takes care of their health or that I'm not someone who eats well. And that, I think, is a big part of the reason why we sometimes struggle to accept our physical body is because we feel like our physical body is not the proper representation of our identity or what we see as our identity. So when we can separate those two and realize, regardless of what our physical body shows, our identity can still be intact and it doesn't make it any less true. So I hope that that was interesting. I hope that that was helpful. I would love to know which of these five realizations in particular spoke to you the most, which one sparked something within you. Please let me know. I would love to hear. As usual, if you know anybody who might be struggling with this right now, who might be trying really, really hard to change their body in some way, form or another, and they're just feeling frustrated with themselves, send this podcast episode over. Let's share the inspiration. Let's share the love. And once again, thanks so much for the support. I will see you guys next week for a brand new episode.